Can I just tell you that life is too short to be living in a mess? Just this last week alone, we have lost a beautiful podcasting mama from Faith Fueled Family Podcast, Ellie Conklin. My baby girl's kindergarten teacher passed, was killed in a car accident. Both of these were super young, young women. Ellie had two little baby girls, young baby girls, and had a unexpected medical emergency and she passed away after just a few days in the hospital. My baby girl's kindergarten teacher was hit in a car accident and passed away just a few days later from complications. Life is too short. You do not know what tomorrow is going to bring. We are not promised tomorrow. If you are living your life stuck in a mess, feeling unfulfilled, feeling like you're not doing what you were called to do, if you're feeling depressed and negative about your life and where you are in your life, what is it going to be like if it ends right now? Are you going to be living with treasures in heaven? Or are you wasting your life because of the mess and the stress and the overwhelm of physical things, earthly things that don't matter? What are the things that are really important? The things that are really important are that we show love, that we serve others, faithfully serve the Lord, that we teach and share and give and bless others and be a blessing to others, that we are doing things every day to store up treasures in heaven, not on earth. All those things that you've been saving in your home to sell or because you know you spent a lot of money on it so you can't get rid of it that stuff that money is gone that will not help you out at all by leaving it in your home if you have a big old pile of stuff that our whole room or half a house full of stuff that needs to be donated or sold and you just haven't gotten around to it let me just challenge you to give yourself two weeks to get that stuff posted and sold or to donate it because you are burdening your life. You're slowing yourself down from being able to have that freedom to be able to do other things. One of the things that I tell my clients all the time, and I have a clear example of a client who spent about four weeks, three to four weeks longer getting her house sold because she wanted to sell items rather than donate them and just remove them. They, she knew that they were things that she wasn't going to be able to use, but she wanted to try and sell some of them. And so it took about two to three, it was at minimum two weeks longer and probably more like three to four weeks. It was, I would say it was at least three weeks, really more time to get her house on the market because of the items that she wanted to sell. Whereas if we had just gotten them out of the house as soon as she knew she wasn't able to use them, that would have cleared up so much space, so much time. And in the long run, t- 
time is so much more valuable than money. The money that you would get from those items is your time. So how important, how, how valuable is your time that you're going to spend taking pictures, making a listing, posting them, answering questions and comments about the items, and then meeting up with people to sell them or having them come to your home, which could be a risky situation because you never know who you're inviting, right? So if you are stuck in a situation where you feel like you have so much stuff and you feel like you would just be giving away thousands of dollars of stuff and you've been paralyzed with it, just waiting for a yard sale or waiting to do this or waiting to do that. Well, let me challenge you with a two week challenge. If you're not gonna do it in the next two weeks, you're not gonna do it anytime soon. So go ahead and let that stuff go. Bless someone. I just went with my son's school this morning to um, a beautiful missions uh, center and helped with serving. We took care packages and they told about some of the things that they do for the community through that organization. And they offer, they said they were having, sometimes they have five or six times each week that they have people requesting beds for children. Maybe there was a fire, maybe they were evicted and had to leave everything because they couldn't afford a truck to move their things or didn't have a way to remove their items from the home, so they had to leave everything. You never know what people's situations are. Maybe they left a, an abusive situation and they just really escaped to get safe and had to leave everything. Or maybe they were fleeing from uh, a war or another terrible situation and they didn't have time or money to be able to bring their bedding and their things. Can you imagine what it's like? We have all these extra beds and guest rooms and all these things in our homes and these children are literally sleeping on the floor if they have a home. Sleeping on the floor in someone else's home in tents and in other places where if we just gave a little bit of what we have extra just a little bit of our extras, they would be doing so much better. They would have so much more access to the things that they need. Can you, like, someone was telling us about how they donated their toiletries, their extra toiletries and things from their home, the things that they hadn't used and their products that they didn't, um, you know, just unopened things that they had sitting around at their home and they took it to the women's shelter and how it just really, the smiles all around as these women were getting these wonderful products that they couldn't make, they couldn't make happen for themselves. They couldn't afford to get those quality of items or even spend the money on the luxury of a face cream when they're living in such a situation. You know, what is really important? What can you do without? What can you give away? to be a blessing to someone? What is extra at your home? If we slimmed back to the things that we, that were just the needs, if we just had everything we needed in our home, there would be so much less stress. Let me just tell you, minimalism is a thing because mess is stress. 
The more stuff we have, the more things we have to take care of, the more responsibilities we have, the more time we have to put into maintaining every single belonging that we have. And that's time that we're taking away from helping other people. That's time that we're taking away from loving on others as we're taking care of these things. And yes, it is okay to have nice things. Yes, it is okay to have beautiful treasures. That is okay. It's not wrong to have treasures. It's not wrong to have beautiful things. But it is wrong to have things and not care for them. To have these extra things and not be able to bless someone. If we see a brother or sister or anyone who has a need that we can meet for clothing, food, shelter, any of those things, and we choose to not help them, what good is that? How yucky a feeling is that to know that we could have done something to help someone else? I talk to women, I talk to moms all the time that are burdened down with all of the belongings that they have. Number one being laundry. Number one thing that moms feel burdened with is laundry. And number two is kitchen mess. Every single mom that I talk to, those are the two spaces that feel the most overwhelming. Third being toys, but those are the places that really weigh down on a mom's mental, um, burden on a regular basis. I was talking to one of the moms from my son's school telling her that it literally took me seven months to catch up on laundry after I had my third child and I vowed that I was going to make a change. From then on, this is too much clothing for our family and I'm not going to do this again. And I help women all the time, all the time, find that balance of how much is enough versus having not enough or um, way too much, right? It's, It's tricky trying to find that balance, but the best way that I can tell you how to find that balance for how much is enough is how much are you gonna use at one time, right? How much laundry are you gonna go through before you're ready to do laundry again? For my family, it's one week. Usually I can do laundry for each person about every five days. So I'm doing on the days that I'm actually home for a longer period of time, then I can run two or three loads of laundry. So towels, bedding, that sort of thing, not a big deal. And then for the rest of the week when I'm busier, it's easy to just throw a load or two in uh, one in the morning, one in the afternoon or evening. You know, that's, I typically change it, um, start one in the morning and then swap it when I get home with the kids and then put that one away at the end of the day. So that typically works the very best for us. And so I can usually go seven days. So my kids have about seven to 10 days worth of laundry. That's all they have. They have five uniforms. That's it. That's all they have for school, five uniforms. So they better keep up with them or they're going to have a problem. The other thing is I don't want to have a full closet of linens. I want to be able to use what we have. I want to have enough for when we have a big spill or the washer leaks or, you know, 
over the holidays, we had a dispose the <laughs> the kitchen um, disposal dis- exploded um, all over the kitchen, and so we had to use several towels to clean that up. But you can use dirty towels to clean up filthy floor spills, right? You don't have to have all clean towels for that sort of thing. You can grab your dirty ones. Uh, but the thing I want you to think about is how much of those items, wherever it is, how much do you need to use at once? How many Tupperware pieces are you going to have in your refrigerator being used at the same time, right? How much is still left in your sink? How, I mean, how much is still left in the cabinet? How many dishes do you need every day? How many pots and pans do you really need for your family? Like, I have a couple of really big ones for when I have my entire family. I have a really big one, and then I have another one that's a little bit smaller that I use for soups and things for my family. But then when I have everybody over, if I'm making chicken soup or if I'm making chili for my family of 30-some people... I need a little bit more pot space, right? So I I have a couple of big things and that's okay. But I also use them regularly. So I have my family time multiple times a year. That's an easy thing for me to do. I want you guys to think about what is extra at your home. What are the things that you can think about right now just listening to this that you haven't used in a really long time or nobody really likes that one, or you always use this one instead, even though you like the look of that one, it's never used. Like, What can you do with that? Is that something you can get rid of? Is that something you can bless someone else with? Is that something you can post to sell? Give yourself two weeks. If you're not going to post it to sell, just go ahead and donate it. Stop cluttering up your kitchen. Stop cluttering up your cabinets and closets and drawers with things you're never going to use, with things that you really don't even need. The Bible tells us that where our treasure is, that's where our heart is. I don't want my heart to be with a bunch of stuff that's not going to be valuable in a few years, right? When we first got married, my husband wanted this humongous TV. He was so excited to be able to get it with our first tax return as a couple. And um, I wanted, instead of a TV, I wanted a leather sofa. We had a big black lab. I wanted a leather sofa that was easy to maintain. We had kids. Um, And I really wanted to spend that same money on a leather sofa. Well, he won that one and told me that the next tax return, I could use that to get the sofa that I wanted, right? Well, next tax return, I ended up paying off the TV. And it took six years, five years. It took five years. So our fifth tax return... I was able to use that to get the leather sofa. So I have had that leather sofa for 15 years. And do you know how many TVs we've had since then? I don't, I don't even know. At least eight TVs since we bought that one, right? Because technology, that technology is outdated in another year, two years, three years, five years for sure. It's outdated, right? So... <laughs> Stop wasting our money on things. Let's start thinking about the things that are really valuable. What about if we had sponsored a family with that money? What if we had used that money to help a family get settled into an apartment or something rather than spending it on something that really wasn't valuable? 
I never even considered doing any of that, th- that stuff until recently. But that would have made a bigger impact in the world, right? I feel like every time I go shopping now, I end up not getting anything. And it's not because I, I don't know, I just don't like the things that I'm finding out in the stores. I've been shopping, looking for a couple of new tops um, multiple times in the last two months. And I haven't, I've left with literally nothing, nothing. I bought two of the undershirts that I like from Target. That's it. That's all I've bought for myself Um, because I just don't, I don't need it. There's other things that are more important, and I see that all the time. I think for me, as I'm looking through and seeing so many people with this overabundance of stuff that just weighs them down and makes them feel so burdened by their belongings, it makes me want less and less and less. Because I don't want to feel that way. And I kind of do. Because there's some things in our new house that I still haven't put away. I still haven't gotten to some things. I know in the last episode, or a couple episodes ago, I said I was going to clear off my nightstand. Mm-mm, haven't done it. <laughs> I haven't done it. That's why you don't have a picture, because I haven't done it. So, you guys hold me accountable. So, if I say I'm going to do something, message me about it. <laughs> Send me a note in the Facebook group. Hey, where are those pictures you said you were sharing? Hold me accountable, because I'm a mom too. I'm busy. Life gets in the way. Yes, it will only take me a couple of minutes to take care of that. But I get home and there's a million things on my to-do list. Making dinner, keeping up with the kids, uh, spending time with the kids, quality time, uh, taking care of the pets, cleaning up the house, like all of the things, taking care of my husband, answering calls, messaging, laundry, um, mopping the floor, cleaning the bathrooms, right? Like all the things are on the to-do list all the time. And there's constant interruptions in our lives. I understand this so much. And I feel like this podcast episode, I just want to encourage you. Let something go. If there's something that's been burdening you, that you've been holding on to and you feel guilty getting rid of it, turn that guilt into an enormous blessing for someone else. Don't guilt yourself over removing something that you cannot use, you aren't using, And turn it into a major blessing for someone else. That maybe that is something that someone has been saving up money for. And they they just don't have enough. Or maybe that's been on someone's um, wish list for a really long time. That thing that you're getting ready to get rid of. That thing that's not serving you any purpose right now. Even though you spent a lot of money on it. It's not bringing you and your family any value anymore. That money is already spent. You're not going to get that back. If you do get something for what you purchased it for, right? You might get a little bit if you sell it, but you might have to wait a good long time holding on to it before you get anybody wanting to, to spend that amount of money on it. But what a delight. Imagine you having this item that you've been wanting for a long time and you find it at a yard sale or at a consignment store or maybe you have somebody that has a burned down house and they get to go in and pick furniture from this um, 
this charity organization that blesses them with these pieces of furniture for free at no cost to them. And these pieces are exactly what they've had on their wish list, and it's even better than what they had before. Imagine the blessing that that would be. There are so many kids that have never, ever, ever had a bed. Ever. Did you guys watch the movie Blindside? Where the, the, um, Michael Orr said he had never had a, his own bed before and how excited he was and to, to be able to have a bed of his own. He is not alone in that. There are so many children in, in your community near where you live right now that have never had their own bed. Maybe they share beds. Maybe they sleep on the sofa. Maybe they just have their own blanket or pillow or whatever and they sleep on the floor. Or maybe everybody sleeps on one bed. Or maybe there's no beds in the whole house. You never know what someone's going through. And how much of a gift that what you're holding on to and what feels like a burdensome amount of things for you would be such a delightful blessing to someone else. So would you please consider just letting that stuff go? And if you think about it as blessing someone else rather than losing money on the things that you already spent your money on, that money's gone. Just like when you buy a drink at the store and even if you don't drink that soda, you're not getting your money back for that soda, that fountain drink. It's gone, babe. (laughs) That money is gone. You don't get a refund on that. Be a blessing. Be a light. Give. Give to others. No, I don't want any of your stuff. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I just want you to stop being so burdened down by the things that you have. I want you to stop feeling like you can't do the things that you want to do because you have too much to do at your home. That's what I want for you. I want you to feel free. Like your responsibilities are done at home in a short amount of time and that you don't have to spend an entire weekend cleaning up your home. That should be able to be done daily. One of the things I heard in church that really touched my heart was talking about how we need to focus on, what was it? How we spend our day, like the Bible, like in the, in the beginning, God worked for six days. He created on the seventh day. He rested. Are we spending all seven of our days working or are we actually taking a day to rest? Are we taking two days to rest when really we should be working in our home that sixth day where we worked on our business or our, our jobs for five days and now that sixth day we're taking as a play day and then that seventh day is a rest day. That's not what God wants us to do. If you're not putting in the amount of work that you need to be putting in to get the the stuff done, you better keep going. It's six full days of work, right? Don't forget that. Don't miss out on those treasures that you earn from working that just really do fill your heart. They fill your soul. They bless others from our works. Are the works of our hands fulfilling? Or are you working in 
a job that doesn't fulfill you. I want to talk about that in the next episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I hope it inspires you to let it go, let it go. (laughs) 